0: Alhamdulillah, he was a father wa of Salaman Ali Badi Hiladin, Estafa Maban, Allah bin Lahim in a shaitan and a Jimmy Bismarah, Han Amanu Ashun to Homadin Law. Subhanahu Amma Yusifun, the Salaman Alam Mursalina, Alhamdulillah, Hidabin Alameen, Allah, Masani Allah, s'iduna Muhammad, Allah, Ahni Hidunah, Homad, Him, 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 Last week we began a new series on this program, and that was to discuss the different ways that we can increase in our muhammad for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Last week you we mentioned one way, which is to increase in our dhikr. And before the ad break, I had repeated and reviewed a little bit of that for our listeners, that the more and more we increase in our remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more our hearts would grow in the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I thought that let me explain a little bit tonight the need for us to increase in this muhammad. And until and unless we realize how much we need to have this muhammad, only then we will appreciate the need that we have to do anything that will lead to that muhammad. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen in the Qur'an al to describe the Allah zina amanu, to describe their sifat, their characteristics, their attributes... Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala is sending us a message. This isn't not just a theoretical description, it is not just a theological description, but Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala is trying to send a message to the heart of every mu'min that this is the way I want you to be. This is the way your iman should make you. So when Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala says in Quran, "Wallazeena amanu ashaddu that verily the people of iman are such that they're intense in their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu is actually telling the people of iman that if you don't have that intensity yet, if you don't love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deeply and intensely yet, that it's not a question of your wilayat. It's not a question of your taqwa. It's a question of your very iman. Your very iman lies in that deep and intense love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen to make our iman predicated on this attribute of ashad, extremely intense love for him, that is why the mashayikh of Tazkiyah and Tazawuf have tried to develop ways and methods for people to reach that intense muhammad so that we could become pe- people who are what we call the mistaq, or we can become people who are the... Uh, who live this verse of the Qur'an al who are a living testament to this verse of the Qur'an al Now, let me explain also that maybe some of our listeners may be thinking, well, you know, I love Allah, and in my heart I feel the love for Allah. Now, the question is that one thing is feeling love, and many times whether it's due to a suhbat or to a gathering, we may even feel our heart erupts in love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our heart swells up in love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, Allah subhanahu chose to use in Quran this word, Ashad, extremely intense. What does that mean is that when you have something with Shiddat, when you have something with ashadiyat, when you have it extremely intensely, it means overpowering. That love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is being referred to here, overpowers and overrules and overwhelms each and every other emotion that we have. And that is the question we should be looking at, is do I feel overpowered and overwhelmed by the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or am I merely a person who is just doing what is necessary to be a good Muslim? Two separate things here. Now, how does the system work, and why is this part of the zkiyya? So Allah SPANTA in the Quran has taught us that human being is made up of many different parts. One part is the nafs and one part is the qalb. Now the word Allah Spanta uses in Quran for purification of the nafs is tazkiyah Gan aflaha man zakah waqan chaba man dasaha. Here in this verse, gan aflaha man zakkaha, that verily that person is successful, is happy, has attained bliss who has been skia of their nafs. However, in Hadith, the Prophet ﷺ uses a different type of word for the heart. And these are different words. The Prophet ﷺ refers to polishing the heart. And in the Qur'an, Allah ﷻ refers to a rust coming on the heart, or a seal coming on the heart. And so the mashayikh of the Tazkiyya would call this process of purifying the heart tasfiya. I want to explain why these two different words were used so that we can understand what this power of Muhammad really is. The Arabic word taskiyah refers to cleaning something in a deep way, what we in English would call deep cleaning, cleaning something right down to its very roots. And the Arabic word tasfiyah refers to surface cleaning. Now, we will notice that there are different things, and Allah Ta'ala has made different things in this world, and they get dirty in different ways. For example, if you take clothing, if anything that is nudges some impurity, some urine, something like blood, falls on a piece of clothing, well, then that impurity does not remain on the surface. That impurity seeps through the entire fabric and fiber, penetrates right down to the very core of that fabric. And therefore, when we want to wash that clothing, we cannot simply surface clean it or wipe it clean. We have to drench and drown that entire clothing in water. We have to spin it. We have to rinse it. We have to deep clean it. Then we will notice that there are other things that Allah Ta'ala has made in this world, that they do get dirty. They do have filth on them, but the dirt and filth cannot penetrate beyond their surface. For example, let's take a glass window if you put some filth or something dirty on the glass window, it doesn't penetrate to the core. It doesn't go below the surface. It remains on the surface. Therefore, if you want to clean a glass window, you will simply use surface cleaning. You will use a cloth and maybe Windex or some glass cleaner spray and clean that cloth, clean that glass. Just like that, in steel, rust comes as a layer on top of the steel unless there's massive corrosion. But rust initially appears as a layer on top of the steel, but it does not penetrate into the core of that steel. Now, in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used this ayah, قلوبihim, that indeed then what happened that a layer of rust, Allah, قلوبim, appeared on top of their hearts, on the surface of their spiritual heart. In another verse Allah subtla says, Allah that Allah Subhanahu has put a seal on their heart. Now what happens here is that the question is is that when our nafs the word tuskia is used, so it means that our nafs when it is corrupt and when it is sick and when it is diseased and when it has been impurified, its impurity is deep. And therefore the nafs needs deep cleaning. And this is another topic for another time, but this is known as muhalifat nafs and mujahidat nafs However, for the qalb, the qalb needs surface cleaning. Now the question is, what is the reason for that? The reason is that we're talking about the qalb of a mu'min. We're talking about the heart of a person who, the person who has iman in their heart. What Allah SWT is teaching us it's an incredible teaching that Allah subhanahu wa values the iman of a person so much. The iman of a person has so much nur, has so much light, has so much power, that because the iman rests inside the qalb, inside the heart of a person, whenever we sin, that sin cannot penetrate into the core of our heart, because iman is in our heart. All the sin can do is form a layer on top of our heart. This is what the Prophet said in the Hadith, that any time a person sins, a black spot appears on the surface of their heart, such that if they continue to sin, then the black spots will continue to appear. Mm. And then the process. and then it will not penetrate into our heart. Just like that, Allah Sponsor has mentioned rust. Now what happens is, however, that this layer of rust, this layer of crust, this layer of blackness and darkness veils the nur of the iman of the heart from shining forth. What does this mean? This means that whenever we do two things, one is called masiyat or sin, and the second call is called ghaflat or being heedless, whenever we engage in sin or ghaflat, this black spot comes on our heart, this rust comes on our heart, and the nur of our iman that is in our heart starts to get veiled. Starts to get muted. It's not allowed to shine forth. If it was allowed to shine forth, it would bear fruit in many amal as salah, in many righteous acts of worship. It would bear fruit in the zikr and the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu. So what happens is, is if any one of us feels that no, I do love Allah. The question is that do we live a life of a lover? You see, one thing is to feel love, and the other is to live the life of a lover. And we're not able to make that transition because we have that nur of the love for Allah Ta'ala in our heart, but that nur has been veiled, has been surrounded by a crusted layer of our sins and our ghaflat, and therefore it's not shining through and being able to change our dunya, uh, being able to change our lives. Now, one can imagine that what did Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala say in the Qur'an al when He actually said, رَنَا Allah subhanahu was talking about the unbelievers. And what Allah subhanahu was saying was that they have, due to their sins in the ghaflat, a rust that comes on their heart. And that veil and rust is so powerful that the nur of iman cannot penetrate that and enter their heart. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, That Allah subhanahu wa set a seal on their hearts. Even that seal is on the surface. But it means that when the surface of the heart becomes so sealed and so hardened, even Iman cannot enter that heart. And for us, the Muslims, when our hearts become sealed and hardened, Iman cannot leave our heart and manifest itself in A'mah. So yes, we may all feel love for Allah subhanahu but we're not living the life of a true lover. We do not have shiddat in our muhammad. So the first way that we mentioned, which was last week, how to increase in our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, was to increase in our zikr and our remembrance. The more and more we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more we will have love for Him. The reason for that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرُكُمْ That remember me and I will remember you. That's why it is guaranteed that the more and more zikr we do of Allah, the more we remember Allah, Why is it that we will love him more? Because the more and more we remember him, the more he will remember us. The more he remembers us, the more we will feel him. The more we will experience him. And the more we feel and experience Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more we will fall in love with him. So, the the zikr is the best and perhaps most effective way for us to increase in our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he told us in Quran to have shiddat in our muhabbat, he also told us to have kasrat in our zikr. Second way after zikr that will help us to increase in our love for Allah ta'ala is to read the Quran al-Kareem with love, to read the Quran al-Kareem with understanding, to read the Quran al-Kareem with reflection, to read the Quran al-Kareem with enjoyment. And here we're talking about the enjoyment and the love part is applying to the Arabic of the Qur'an al-Karim, which is the only, actually you can only call the Arabic the Qur'an. Mm -hmm. And as far as understanding goes, if there's somebody who does not know the Arabic, then for them some other languages are going to try to capture the meanings and understandings of the Qur'an. Mm -hmm. Now, this Qur'an al-Karim is an incredible gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is placed another path for us to reach as muhabbat. And our Masha'iq and ulama have explained that if we think about it, reading a message from your beloved also is an act of love. You will see that if somebody gets an SMS for somebody that they love, they save that SMS. They read that SMS over and over. Sometimes when they are sad or they're missing their beloved they will take out that SMS and read it. Or if they receive an email or they receive a letter, they are people who have saved the letters that their grandparents wrote them. They read them over and over again. Just like that in our dean, the students of the dean used to cherish and save the letters written to them by their teachers. The students of the Sof used to cherish and save and read over and over the letters written to them by their sheikhs, so much so that these things became published and it become read over and over again. So whenever we receive a message, SMS, email, fax, or letter from our beloved, we want to read it, and we want to reread it, and we want to repeatedly read it, and we want to try to understand it, and we want to reflect upon it, and we want to enjoy it. We want to bask in it. We want to bask in every word and enjoy every letter of it. That is the way. In this and this mannerism and way of Muhammad, that a person should read the Quran al karim If we start reading the Quran al karim in this way, and some of us may not be able to read so much in this way, we may not be able to sit down and read one or two or three Juz or what they call Urduparas in this way, but maybe we could start reading one or two, few Rakus in this way, few Ayat in this way, few Alfaz, few words in this way. But when we read the Qur'an in such a way, then we will... That reading of the Qur'an, that reading of the Arabic Qur'an in particular, tilawati Qur'an, tilawati kitab, recitation of wahi, is going to increase us in our love for Allah (laughs) subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as one of the early Muslims said, that if indeed we had the Qur'an in our heart and we would love to recite it. We would never tire of reciting it. And it's amazing that in this day and age, people find it very difficult to read Quran, very difficult to read the Quran in Arabic regularly and daily. It means, basically, that the hearts are tired of it. We don't find it difficult to drink water regularly and daily. We don't find it difficult to read the newspaper. Some people don't find it difficult to read the newspaper regularly and daily. We don't find it difficult to check our check and read our email regularly and daily. We don't find it difficult to check and read our SMSs regularly and daily, etc. The list can go on and on. But for some reason, we find it difficult to regularly read the Qur'an al daily. And this is a sign that we don't have the love for Allah in our heart. And one way to... Reads the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to simply adopt the signs. It's to increase ourselves in those signs. So to read the Qur'an al with a deep passion. Now, reflecting on the meanings of the Qur'an al can mean many things. Specifically, we want to reflect on the meanings. with this intention that I, as the lover, want to make myself in such a way that I am pleasing to my beloved. Any person who reads the Qur'an with that niyat, even if they don't understand it, because Allah has put so much shifa and barakah and so much power in the Qur'an, that even if a person sits down to read the Arabic Qur'an and says, Ya Allah, I'm not going to understand it completely, I won't understand the meanings. But nonetheless, I want my heart to be made in the way that the Qur'an is intended, and that itself is a du'a. That itself is something So when we read this love letter That's how we should view the Quran mm-hmm. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sent a love letter To every mu'min And that I have received this love letter And is addressed to me personally And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says mm-hmm. in uh, rahima, wa kana وَقَعْنَ اللَّهُ That really Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful towards the believers. That is an ayat of love. Inna Allahu yaheebat Tawabin, That is an ayat of love. Inna Allahu yaheebul Mushannin. These are ayat of love. The Quran has scattered throughout the Quran, Al-Kareem, their ayat or verses on which Allah Subhanahu has proclaimed His love. That is why I am calling it. Looking at those particular verses, viewing the whole Quran as a Scripture as a kitab, as a book that is sprinkled with such verses as a message of Muhammad and as a message of love. And if we read it lovingly, right, we just say, Wallahu yad'u ila dar salam. That is also a message of love that indeed Allah is inviting you, O humanity, right, to dar salam, to the abode of everlasting, true, universal, absolute peace. So all of this, even the act of sending the Quran, just sending the Quran and sending uh, Nabi alayhi salam, these itself are incredible acts of Muhammad. So when that person reads the Quran and imagines that not only is this a love letter written by Allah ta'ala to me, but it was written by Allah, recited by Rasulullah, transmitted by Jibril, Aminullah, and recited by Sayyidina. Rasulullah, right, and it is addressed to me, Abdullah. Mm, that is how we should feel about the Quranic Kareem. Mm. And this is a big problem that you know. And not, I'm notwithstanding that we need to study the Quran in terms of elements of seer, mm. but we have found that in this ummah, in as we get closer and closer to the end of time, as we go into modernity and post-modernity and mm. beyond post-modernity, we find people now emphasizing. The talim of the Qur'an. Mm. And underemphasizing perhaps the tarbiyah of the Qur'an. underemphasizing the importance of learning and living uh, the Qur'an of And this is a very important teaching of the Qur'an. So if we read the Qur'an with this niyant. And this is what Allah said in the verse of the Qur'an. كُنُوا Allah mm. says that I want you to become Rabbaniyin. Mm. I want you to become people of the Rabb people of Allah, what we would call in Arabic, Ahlullah, what wow. we would call in Urdu, allah Wale, what we will call in English, people of Allah, folk of Allah, pious people, Allah. Hmm. Why? Kun, by virtue of what you study from this Kitab and Quran, and by virtue of what you teach from it. Hmm. So it means that the whole purpose, even of our academic or intellectual approach of the Quran, mm. understanding the element of seed of the Qur'an, the whole purpose of that was also to make us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. So the second way to increase our Muhammad is to read the Qur'an, the Karim regularly and lovingly. Mm. And this is something that we again find difficult to do. Why? Because of the layers of sins that have been encrusted on our heart. Mm. All of us feel in our heart a love for the Quran. But no Muslim is going to say, no, I don't like Quran or I don't love Quran. No Muslim is going to say that I don't believe it's the Kalam of Allah. No Muslim is going to say, I don't think it's addressed to me. Every one of us feel. First of all, every one of us have absolute yakin. It is the Kalam, it is the speech, the word of Allah, the word of God, the word of Allah. Secondly, all of us know and feel and have... Know and feel this love for the Quran, but nonetheless, we're not able to read it, we're not able to recite it. It's precisely this dichotomy, this gap between our feeling and our practice. Hmm. Normally, people talk about the gap between our ilm and our amal. Today, I'm trying to talk about something else the gap between our jazbah and our hal and our amal. We may even have a hal or a jazbah of muhammad. It means we may have an emotion and a feeling of love for the Qur'an. But our amal isn't according to our feeling. And that is something that, you know, those of us who feel that we are practicing Muslims, that is what we need to think. That, okay, maybe I'm practicing according to my knowledge, but I'm not practicing according to my feeling. I feel love for Allah. I'm living the life of a lover. I feel love and respect and veneration for the Qur'an. Am I living that love, respect, and veneration for the Quran? Mm. That is also a big feature of this path of Tazkiyah and Tasawaf, trying to make a person live and feel and a person act mm. and to make their amal according to the good jazbat, the good emotions, the good feelings they have in their heart. Mm. So we hope and pray that Allah Ta'ala can help me and can help all of us to develop a deeper and closer relationship with the Quran al-Karim, mm-hmm. and that our niyat in that is that so we can increase in our love for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we can increase in ourselves making, making ourselves more beloved. And this is amazing. It is it's right to be recited as it befits it that it should be recited, mm-hmm. and one can only imagine the huck of the Quran that it has over us until out. What an immense huck. That book of Hidayah, that book of guidance, that book that is a shifa and contains everything that we need, right? Or guides us, rather, I would say, to everything that we need, guides us to the sunnah, guides us to the teachings of zikr, guides us to the concept of sobat. The Qur'an guides us to everything that we need. One can only imagine what level of haq that Qur'an would have and how much talawat we should do. And this is why the Qur'an is a shifa. And this is why the Qur'an will do shifa'at for a person on the judgment comes in a day that the Qur'an the will intercede for that person who recited it to the extent that they recited it on the day of judgment. May Allah enable all of us to increase in our talawat of Qur'an. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Karim, Ya Allah, we gather with one another from across the world, from across the continents, once a week on this night of Jummah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, when we in this gathering, we may say so many things about your azmat. We say so many things about the greatness of your deen. Ya Allah, even though these words are lofty, Ya Allah, You know the reality of our hearts. You know the reality of our lives. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask You to give us the ability to make our amal according to our jazbah, to make our lives according to our feelings. Ya Allah, we too want to increase in our feelings of love for you, and our love for the Qur'an al-Karim, and our love for Nabiya a karim And Ya Allah, even more, we want to live our life according to such feelings. We want to live the life of an Ashik of Allah. Live in life of the Ashik of the Prophet ﷺ. Live the life of the Ashik of the Qur'an. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, it is that life that we are after. It is that life that we are seeking, that life that earns your pleasure, that life that earns your love, that life that attracts your mercy. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask you to guide us not just to the words, but Ya Allah, we ask you to guide us to the reality. We ask you to put the hidayat of the hakikat into our hearts. We ask you to guide us to the reality of all of these words and terms in our hearts. Ya Allah, we want to live according to all of the sifat of the mu'mineen. Ya Rabbi Kareem, you said in the Quran, amanu Ya Allah, we ask that you increase us in our love for you. Increase us in our love for all of those who love you. Increase us in our love for all of those who are beloved to you. Increase us in our love and attraction for all of those actions and attributes that will make us beloved to you and put in our hearts a karahat and dislike and repugnance. All of those things that make us less beloved to you Or, Ya Allah, even worse Those things which make us displeasing to you Ya Allah, we ask you to save us from the fitna of the time We ask you to save us from the fitna of false ideologies We ask you to save us from the fitna of the false loves of this world We ask you to purify our heart from all of the love of Ghayrullah, All of the false loves of this world Ya Allah, we ask you to give us honest and pure and sincere love for you Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask you to make us people of the Quran, yeah. people who recite the Quran, yeah. people who read the Quran, yeah. people who study the Quran, yeah. people who reflect upon the Quran, yeah. people who miss the Quran, yeah. people who yearn for the Quran. Yeah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, you have given us a difficult task, a difficult command in the Quran. Haqqa yeah. tilawati. Ya Allah, the haqq of the tilawat of that book. That the mountains would have trembled Ya Allah That the mountains would have been rent asunder Had it been placed upon them Ya Allah We are your weak and sinning humans We are the weak and sinning members of this Ummad Ya Allah We have the weakest of Imams, The weakest of taqwa Ya Allah We ask you to Open our hearts and breasts for this Quran. Mm-hmm. Open our lives for doing Amal on this Quran. Open our minds for understanding the Quran. Mm-hmm. Ya Allah, we ask you to guide us to the people who are living the Quran. Mm-hmm. We ask you to enable us to follow each and every ayah that you have said in the Quran. Mm-hmm. We ask you to make us people of Dikri in Kuntum We ask you to make us people of dhikran We ask you to make us people of Kunu Ma Ya Allah, we ask you to make us people of Allah. Ya Allah, we ask you to make us people of Yuhib Al-Tawwabin. Ya Allah, we ask you to make us people of Yuhib Al-Musinin. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask you to make us people of each and every attribute of this Quran Al-Kareem. Rabbana taqabal minna innaka anta al-sameel al-adeem. Wa tubwalayna innaka anta tawwab al rahim Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Bin rahmatika ya alhamdulillah Rahim.